Amen. There is a war going on. We thank God for that inspirational song, which is the bottom line to this walk with God. We need the whole armor of God. Amen. We need his armor. Thank God for another Sunday. God, in Jesus' name, we pray that this message go forth with power and with your anointing and let your spirit rest in this message and speak to your people because it is imperative that this message go forth for your people because there is a war going on. And thank God for this message. And I won't be before you long, but I do have to give you some information to the ones that do not know that we are in a battle. And there is a war going on. For those of you that doesn't believe that there is a war going on, there is a war going on. And my scripture text for today is Romans, the seventh chapter, starting at the 18th verse. And it reads, For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. And my text for today is the flesh and the spirit. The flesh and the spirit. The reason why I say the flesh and the spirit because there is a war going on. And we need to recognize that. And we need to know that it's not the people that are around you, but it's the spirits that are around you. The evil spirits, and then you have the angels that's encamped around about you because there is a war going on. And we have to pray and keep our mind in perfect peace because the enemy is attacking our minds. He sends spirits of mental disorders to offset what you believe in and they call them mental disorders in the secular world but we call them demons we call them demons and I want to read to you Romans the 7th chapter starting at the 5th verse and of course my text would be inside the readings of this chapter verse 5 for we, for when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we are held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Now the reason why that we have the righteousness right now is because of Christ. Christ died on the cross. So the sixth verse reads, but now we are delivered from the law. 
The reason that we are delivered from the law because Christ died on the cross for our sins. Now, it's not our righteousness, but it is the righteousness of God. Be but not, but now we are delivered from the law that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter, which is the law. What shall we say then? Question. Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. But sin, taken occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner of sexual desire and lust. For without the law, sin was dead. For I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And the commandment which was ordained to life, I found to be unto death. For sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. Wherefore, the law is made death unto me. God forbid. But sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual. Let me read that passage of scripture again. The 15th verse. No, that's the 14th verse. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would do, that for what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then, I do that which I would not. I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. And that sin that dwelleth in him is the flesh. And the flesh is with us all the time. And once I read further down in this passage, this chapter in Romans the seventh chapter you will hear Paul recognizing that the flesh is always there the flesh and the spirit reading the 14th verse again for we know that the law is spiritual but I am colonel sold under sin for that which I do I allow not for what I would that do I not. But what I hate, that do I, because of the flesh. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now, then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me 
which is the sin that dwelleth in my flesh. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, this is the key verse, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. 19th verse, for the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do because the flesh is there all the time. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me, which is my flesh. I find them, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Read that 21st verse again. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. When I do good, the flesh is there. Evil. The flesh is present with me. That flesh that I am carrying around is in me because of those spirits. They are present. Evil is present with me. Why? Because I am living in this corpse, which is flesh. And flesh is there all the time. Now we're going to get into the word of God that we can modify or put on some things that can control the flesh and not only control the flesh, but subdue it because of the spirit of God. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, which is my spirit, but I see another law in my members, which is my flesh, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members or which is in my flesh. Let me read the 22nd verse again to you so you can understand that it is the flesh and the spirit. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, but I see another law in my flesh. Warring against the law of my mind, which is the spirit, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members or which is in my flesh. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me? Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? The flesh, in other words, what Paul is saying, the flesh will decay, but the spirit of God is everlasting. The flesh is going to die eventually, but the spirit of God is forever. And not only that the spirit of God is forever, God made it where our spirit would also be forever. It depends on what place you are in, but whatever place that is, it's going to be forever. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me 
from the body of this death. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the flesh of this death? Because the flesh is decaying every year. The older that we get, it decays. And that's why we have to eat the right things. We have to take care of our bodies because the flesh wants to kill it, wants to kill our spirit in this body. So it can separate us from earth and have us back into the spirit realm. And in the spirit realm, that's when the judgment starts after you leave this body. Galatians, the fifth chapter, I need to read that. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Listen at that word manifest. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Now here's the thing. The flesh wants to manifest whatever it wants to control or alter your purpose or your life in God. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, hearsays, and we get that a lot with the heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, reveling, in other words, having parties, parties, and more parties, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now the thing is the flesh, listen to what Paul is saying. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Now you have to stop that manifestation of the 17 works of the flesh and any other evil thing that's trying to manifest. We're going to learn how to keep these spirits or this flesh under subjection. Colossians the third chapter, starting at the fifth verse, listen to what the word of God is saying. Mortify or discipline, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil sexual desires and lust and covetedness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. See, these spirits are walking up upon the earth to and fro to enter into your life and alter your purpose. Here's the thing. They're walking to and fro, and what they do is they connect themselves with the flesh that you are carrying because the flesh dwells no good thing. So anything that enters in the connection with the flesh dwells no good thing. First Corinthians the ninth chapter 
starting at the 22nd verse. To the weak became as I, to the weak became I as weak, that I may, that I might again, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that strifeth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. You have people that are thirsty to be recognized or celebrity per se, or they want to gain power in the secular world. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. Not saying that all celebrities are incorruptible, but you have also Christian celebrities. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body, but I keep under my flesh, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, lest that by any means, when I have preached the others, to others, I should be a castaway. Verse 27, I need to read that again because it is powerful. But I keep under my flesh, or I keep, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I should be a castaway. Now, here's the thing. When he said, when I have preached to others, in other words, if I am a hypocrite and I'm preaching and not living what I'm preaching, then I should be a castaway. We have a lot of people that are preachers and teachers and pastors and apostles and evangelists and prophets that are doing those things. Not all of them are doing it, but they are preaching and they're not living what they're preaching. And this is what Paul is saying. When I have preached to others, I should be a castaway. If I'm a castaway, then I am not living a nickel worth of dog meat. Psalms, the 51st chapter, starting at the third verse. And listen to what David said. David was caught up in lust. He saw Bathsheba taking a shower on her porch, and David decided that he wanted to have her. And it cost him dearly. Psalm 51, starting at the third chapter, for I acknowledge my transgressions. Now before that, David asked for mercy. The first verse, have mercy upon me, O God. Now, in that third verse, 
David said, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sins is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. Now, here's the thing. David acknowledged that he sinned. And not only that he acknowledged that he sinned, he said to God, and my sin is ever before me. The fourth chapter, the fourth verse, and it reads, against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. Now, if you go back to the Garden of Eden, when God came through in the cool of the day, and he asked Adam, Adam, where art thou? Now you can tie this scripture to Adam because Adam sinned, he disobeyed God, and his wife told him to eat. And before that, Satan came in the form of a serpent, a serpent, and he deceived Eve. Now, listen to what David said. I have sinned and done this evil in thy sight. Now, Adam and Eve did the same thing, that thou mayest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, look, listen, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, look, listen, thou desire truth in the inward parts, in my spirit, just like Paul was saying, in his inward parts, in his spirit, and in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. In order for David to know wisdom, he has to know the word of God. Are you hearing me? Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desire truth in the inward part, which is the spirit man, and in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. In John, the third chapter, third, third verse, third chapter, second verse, third John, and two, and it reads, uh, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. This is what David is saying. Hidden parts that thou shall make me to know wisdom. In other words, make me to know wisdom that my soul may prosper behind it. God is good. God is good. We, in Jesus' name, God, protect our minds with this war because we are going through a spiritual warfare. We are going through it. We are going through a spiritual warfare, God, and we thank you for your spirit. And I want to read to you Ephesians, the sixth chapter. I want to start at the 10th verse because it is vital. 
we have some people that do not know the word of God. So we need to teach. We need to teach. The Bible says, teach them to observe all things. I am preaching right now, and I am teaching, and I hear Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting at the tenth verse. Finally, this is it. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. And against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. Whatever evil day that is for you. You will be able to stand. You will be able to withstand in the evil day. In your evil day. Or in your trials and tribulations. Or when the devil is attacking you and having done all to stand. Stand, starting at the 14th verse, therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Having your loins girt about with truth. In other words, having your loins girt with God's word and having on the breastplate of righteousness which is the righteousness of God and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace that the word may direct you, that the word may guide you, that the word may keep you on course above all taking the shield of faith the reason why this word above all it's above all what he just said above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked above all see here's the thing without faith it is impossible to please God that's why he said above all faith without works is dead that's why he say above all, taking the shield of faith. Above all, faith coming by the hearing and hearing by the word of God. The fiery dots of the wicked, they can be quenched. Why? Because of your faith. Because of your faith. Because the above all needs to take place, which is the shield of faith. That is the most weapon that you need to have in this armor. The taking the shield of faith with, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation which will clear your mind and protect your mind from mental disorders, protect your minds from deceit, protect your mind from people that's lying on you, Protect your mind from every evil thing that is trying to take place and trying to manifest itself 
through your mind and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God which is the word of God so the sword of the spirit which is the word of God in other words when you speak God's word he's going to slice and dice whatever is going on in your life slice and dice use God's word we need to use God's use his word why because that is the sword of the spirit which is the word of God slice and dice praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints in other words watch as well as pray be alert at all times Peter once said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, in the spirit, and watch thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Not for just some saints, but for all saints. For all saints. We thank God that we can put on the armor of God. I'm almost done. But we thank God for his word. We thank God for his word. And my name is Apostle A.D. Jackson coming to you by Words of Deliverance Christian Center. Now, if you want to contact me, you can contact me at WDCC23, WDCC23 at yahoo.com Amen We want to turn to Corinthians 2 Corinthians the 10th, 2 Corinthians the 10th chapter and starting at the 4th verse now here's the thing this is vital this message is vital because these are the keys to your salvation and not only these are the keys to your salvation this is also the keys to have God to strengthen you through his word salvation and strength starting at the fourth verse for we wep for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. In other words, something is trying to get you or sway you and take away the word of God from you. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And bring it into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled do you look on things after the outward appearance if any man trusts to himself that he is Christ let him of himself think this again 
that as he is Christ, even so are we Christ. Thank God. Right. Here's the thing. We are the righteousness of God. And we need to recognize that. And we need to know who God is. And not only that we need to know who God is, the only way we can know who God is is through his word and through the Holy Spirit that will bring us back to his word. The flesh, listen to me very closely, the flesh connects with the devil and our spirits connects with God's Holy Spirit. The flesh connects with the devil and our spirits connect with God's Holy Spirit. This makes it a spiritual warfare because we are in a thought and process to manifest either way. And if you go back to Galatians, when Paul speaks about the manifest, Galatians 5th chapter and the 19th verse, and Paul says, now the works of the flesh are manifest. Now, the flesh connects with the devil and our spirits connect with God's Holy Spirit. Now listen to this right here. The key, key to this message is, the key to this message is, listen very closely. This makes it a spiritual warfare because we are in a thought Listen to me real good. We are in a thought and process to manifest either way. So what we need to do is think on these things. Think on these things. Think on things that are holy. Think on these things. Think on these things whatsoever are pure. Amen. I'm going to read that to you. It's uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, starting at the eighth verse. And it reads, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of a are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Now listen to what this says in Philippians. It says, finally, brethren. Now if you go back to Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the word finally is there also. So it says, finally, my brother, be strong, Lord, and in the power of his might. Now, here in Philippians, the fourth chapter, it says, finally, brethren. Now, listen. Whatsoever things are true. Listen. Whatsoever things are honest. Listen. Whatsoever things are just. Listen. Whatsoever things are pure, listen. Whatsoever things are lovely, listen. Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, 
And if there be any praise, think on whatsoever these things. Think on these things. In other words, think on whatsoever these things are. True, honest, just, pure, lovely, and are of good report. Think on these things whatsoever, whatsoever, finally. In other words, he's giving you the final thing to do. In other words, it can cover you in all things. You, you're thinking of something that are true. You're thinking of something that are honest. You are thinking on something that are just. You are thinking on something that are pure. You are thinking on something that are lovely. You are thinking on something that is of a good report. And not only that, he finished it, he finished it out with a bang. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Virtue, when the woman touched Jesus, she touched the hem of his garment, and virtue came out of him. And when the virtue came out, the woman was delivered from the blood that she had the issue with. She was delivered from the issue of blood. Why? Because the virtue came out. In Philippians, the fourth chapter is saying, the eighth verse, if there be any virtue, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, and if there be any praise, if I can just praise God, just praise God and just continue to praise God and think on these things. Think on them. Think on those things. Think on them. Meditate on it. Give God his praise and the virtue of the anointed one will rest on you and bless you and deliver you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. We magnify you because we know that the flesh and the spirit are warned against one another. And we know that we need to win and not lose because we are victorious. We have the victory. Why? Because you have died on the cross already. And you see, if I be lifted up, I would draw all men. And I'm lifting you up right now, God. And I'm praying that everybody that's under the sound of my voice, that you deliver them in every unwanted situation that are in their lives, whether it be financial, sickness and disease, God, whatever it is, God, friendship, God, bless them right now. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Listen to this again. The flesh connects with the devil and our spirits connects with God's Holy Spirit. This makes it a spiritual Warfare, because we are in a thought. We are in a thought and process. Listen to what I'm saying. We are in a thought and process. The reason why I say we are in a thought and process because the devil sent us thoughts 
and he's trying to process those thoughts. And then once those thoughts are processed, he, the, your subconscious mind captured those thoughts in that process and try to manifest it. And see, the devil knows about the subconscious mind. And God knows it as well. So that's why the Bible says, let this mind be in you, that which is also, that was also in Christ Jesus. Once you get the word of God in your mind, in your thought process, then the process is coming. Thought and process to manifest either way. Thoughts and process to manifest, to manifest God's word. Thought and process is to manifest God's word and with faith to believe God's word will manifest what God has said. God made a promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which is Israel. He made a covenant with them and he told them that he will bless them and not only that he will bless them, but he will bless their inheritance. Now Abraham kicked it off. Isaac was the liaison, the second man. And then God kept that covenant with Isaac. And then Jacob came and God blessed Jacob. Now that it stopped that Jacob, the inheritance is ours. Why? Because Israel was blessed when he wrestled that man and he held on to him until the break of day. And the man asked him, what is your name? And Jacob said, my name is Jacob. He said, no, your name is no longer Jacob, but your name is Israel, and that's who birthed. God birthed Israel through Jacob, and Jacob begat the 12 tribes of Israel. So we are part of their tribe, and we are a part of his inheritance, and the enemy does not want us to prosper but I declare to you right now in Jesus' name that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thou so prosper. Why? Because I am healthy, wealthy, and I am wise. Wise what? Wise with God's word. I want the wisdom of God. And I need, and we need the wisdom of God in order to be strengthened through his word. Thank you, Jesus. We magnify you. We give your name to praise. And we glorify you because you are the I am God. You are the I am God. And you have protected us. And we thank you for your protection. And we glorify you all the time, God. We praise you. And we are thinking on these things. Why? Because you are a God of promise. You made a promise. And that promise is there. And we have to have on the shield of faith to believe that. And I believe. I believe God. I believe. I don't have a choice but to believe. Thank God. Amen. Just, just believe. Smith Smith Wigglesworth, one of his books is just a faith book. Just believe. 
Amen. Just believe. And that's what we have to do. We have to just believe. Amen. God is so good that you are in a situation right now, but God is greater than your situation. Not only that he's greater than your situation, God has something prepared for you that will make you praise him in your unwanted situations. Amen.